When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is going on there, citizens of the Reject Nation? We're going to watch two episodes of Echo, but maybe this is just in one video. I don't know. What are you guys <laughs> thinking about the show so far? Coy, let's start with you. Uh, really enjoying it. Surprised at the tone. Really impressed at the darkness. That's what I... Oh, that's efficient. John. I'm ready to love the rest of this. Oh, shills. Alrighty, guys. <laughs> well, I'm ready to get into it. Leave a like on this video. That'd be very much appreciated. Also, subscribe. Click the notification bell. Get notified when our reaction when the next episode of Echo is up. Also, thank you to Prep for helping us out today. On these highlights. Full length reaction watch along where you seek with your own copy of Echo that is available for our Super Sex Rejects over at our Patreon page, where their giant and I cover several things exclusively with highlights and watch alongs included. Let's get into it. Damn. Thank you, Georgia. All right. All right. Beautiful. That was truly like a, a, a under. There wasn't a lot of action in it, but it, all the dialogue was so action-packed. Like, the end was the only time... Like, obviously, the train scene, but they really let that be subdued. I was afraid this episode would end with, like, a third-act cacophony. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Like, Where's Daredevil? <laughs> <laughs> he was in the train Is somewhere. that not the name of the show? <laughs> <laughs> there actually is a new comic called Daredevil and Echo. Daredevil cool. Echo. Where is he? <laughs> Wasn't well, he in Oklahoma? <laughs> if he went all the way to She-Hulk land, why didn't you come all the way to Echo land? Why isn't he helping out the reservation land? For just everywhere, people? man. He could be everywhere. That's why There's so many Matt Murdocks in the uh, opening credits. Why wasn't he, he there? He should be white saving. What's <laughs> going on? Why isn't Charlie Cox top billing? <laughs> Why isn't he the original Choctaw? Yeah, I think it's really good. There is this part in my mind. This is a problem with social media rhetoric that can often circulate and just the optics around Disney deciding to because they've been toying with their release strategy I actually really like what they did with what if surprisingly that day, one day, a day. day yeah that sounded like a terrible idea first just for our end and then that ended up panning out really well just like how it panned out really well for everyone who bought a shirt oh, at rejectnationshop.com yeah. mm -hmm. they really were you can I love I always love John's like <laughs> Transition. Whenever, uh -huh, whenever yeah. I mention the shirt, he does the <laughs> first the hair, yeah, man. and then look at my shirt. <laughs> so I gotta get the hair out of the way. I just see, see, it. see what's on the my shirt. Side I want to be the I Vanna White of Rejectation Shop. Every time. Hair. I, I, love, I love your design so much, and I just want to accentuate so, that. <laughs> anyway, thank you all who've been buying tees, and uh, you look good while doing it, too. And I mean, come on. Look at look. 
buff, comfortable. Ahoy. Oh my god, that's man. what I like to Look see. At that. That's yeah. what I like to see. I thought this was a really solid episode, and I like everything that it's building to. My favorite part about the show thus far, and we're gonna watch a third episode in just a little bit. So I, I'd really prefer if we just kept this really short. I mean it, gents. Is the supporting cast? I think the supporting cast has really been a, a saving grace to it because. Well, I think everything shot really well. I'm intrigued by the Choctaw culture. Uh, I I am a little bit like semi nervous about what what's it ultimately going to meld into once we go full uh, Choctaw mysticism because it's the street level stuff that I find the most intriguing at this moment in time. That but I'm completely open minded to seeing what they ultimately integrate. I think my one concern is pretty apparent if you like actually watch the reaction is that uh yeah i'm just not super emotionally invested in maya right now and i i that i have no qualms or apprehensions there was nothing about me that was the least bit concerned about someone who is uh deaf and, and that, that can keep i feel like some people might well is because she she can't talk that it could be a, a a limitation i'm like no but some of my favorite performances ever are usually just quiet body language performances with minimal dialogue. So I didn't think there would be some type of barrier there. Uh, right now, I can't quite put my finger on it. Granted, it's just the second episode, but we did spend a decent amount of time with her in Hawkeye. While I like her here more, and while I like what she serves as a plot narrative device going forward, it is everything, everyone and everything else surrounding her. I'm talking like in terms of technicality of filmmaking uh, cast everything around her I find way more interesting than just her right now and that's my main concern with the journey moving forward that could yeah. all that's all subject to change in like literally one episode I'm not even quite sure what it is that they need to do because I felt like last episode they bombarded us with a cacophony of information about her and <laughs> and, the, and the journey uh, but there, there is something that is keeping me at a distance, and I'm not quite sure what it is just yet. Maybe I'll be able to articulate it later on. Uh, but it's not at all deterring me from enjoying uh, the show. All right now, I think it's like a cool criminal under. I think it's a cool crime world. I like how it develops into the MCU. I think it's cool that we're getting this Fisk expansion. Um, the the shadow, the Paul that he casts over everything is really neat. So I really, I really am liking it. Uh, but that that is the one thing I guess not so much a criticism, but something I'm craving right mm. now, craving the hunting for it. <laughs> Koi, I personally care more about Echo here than I did in Hawkeye as well. But it's starting to get. I, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, by the end of this episode, I was starting to feel like I wasn't thinking about that as much because that that had affected me the first episode and like half of this one but with the Bonnie stuff and with the characters starting to come into her mm -hmm. uh, like I feel like you know she's not in town now that she's in town I'm like okay we're all starting to bring these disparate storylines to me caring about Echo because it's her relationship that's starting to be more apparent and feel so I think it's going to be for me maybe for you as well kind of like Loki season two where we were both worried that he was just like I'm an agent to the TVA and then by episode five we were like oh I, I see why they yeah, had exactly. to build all that to him exactly. so I think as long as that turn happens, I'll be yeah. okay. But I definitely understand where you're coming from now. I hope that happens. Uh, I really like that this show, and I think I now understand why they did this all as one binge. 
I think it's because the audience they're appealing to isn't used to slow content. Uh, I think that you have a, a show that is going to have a lot more dialogue than action, and I think that people are probably waiting for third act fight scenes or for big bads. And I think when you've got a five hour delivery of something, the things on social media are going to be like, Daredevil fight, Kingpin fight, good. And then they won't have to worry about people not talking about like the dialogue scenes that would inevitably not be part of social media conversation. Mm -hmm. So I think the release model is now starting to make more sense to me with this particular show, because this episode I really enjoyed, but I'm not necessarily the target demo anymore. Uh, I like slow burn, true detective esque shows. I like more drama. And so I think my, my attention span after growing up with VHS is aware that this exists and not all of their demo is. So I think releasing these day and date might actually work out for their favor because social media reactions will be about other things. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it. Especially get your Netflix characters over here with a model that resembles something more of Netflix. This definitely feels more HBO Netflix. And I think that'll be the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I think it's a lot of pros. I think it's just like, so, like it's primarily a, a pros experience. This is in me. my upper half of, of Disney Plus shows so yeah. far. Yeah, I like her more than Iron Fist. <laughs> I like I, I like the character of Echo more than Iron Fist. <laughs> but but at least he was like enjoyably bad. Yes, that's true. And in Defenders, we could all be like, why are they going to him so much? Because we can't get these guys over here. That's the fair part about. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm enjoying this more than I expected, um, and I think that it feels a lot more like uh, David Mack art than I expected. It's got a, a really wonderful pacing, and and it feels like the opening the opening credits. If I'd seen separately, I'd be like, they're really trying to be true detective, but the show actually feels like that kind of grit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's as dark as True Detective. I'm saying so far, it's earned its opening credits. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I. I I agree with pretty much everything that you guys have expressed. I liked all the things that you guys wow, liked. John wins. He agrees with John, yeah, everything. I am even the the yes, we are not on the same page. Yeah. I think <laughs> I have uh, a, a guess as to what might not fully be clicking together here because uh, I was kind of noticing it during the episode, and I do think it's interesting that they have so many people cast from Reservation Dogs because what I love the most so far about this is the times when it's reminding me of that show because that show has a very unique strange but also very intimate kind of tone where you feel like you're just absorbing the vibe of the both indigenous culture and this a town kind of like this and so i feel like it's neat that they pulled these actors together and when you're focusing on that stuff it's when it feels the most organic and like a real story and that stuff kind of helps maya's character because everyone's like is she back? What do we do about it? Like everyone's so kind of up in arms about her. But I feel like when you go to Maya, she's kind of just in this lone wolf action badass story. And like all the interesting nuanced character beats are mostly through other people. And this episode introduces the idea of like, oh, okay, she's going to have some, you know, magical link to uh, the first Choctaw and the power that lies within. And that, in the moment, I was like, oh, this feels like Miss Marvel. Like, this this feels kind of something directly pulled from that playbook. It doesn't feel quite as fleshed as when you're just with the townsfolk and they're dealing with, you know, like, what were you doing out with the car, with this train? Hey, what do you know about this? And everyone's kind of, like, shuffling truths around. That stuff feels nuanced 
And then you also have the third show, which is, you know, Daredevil and Kingpin and shit like that. And I like that we don't have to be always doing that. I like that that can have distance but still affect where we are here. But I do feel like there are three shows happening. One of them is a very pleasant surprise that you're like, man, if they could sustain this and, and yeah, merge all of these, this could be something really, really special. And uh, I, I can still see the potential for that. But it was during the train sequence where I was torn because I was like, this is cool. I like a low light kind of set piece like this. But I also was finding myself like not checked out, but just like kind of at a plateau of, of thrill in that moment. Uh, and I'm like, if I if we had maybe a couple more intimate moments with Maya or times to see her soften or deal with the struggle that she's not maybe going to show to everybody else because she's got to remain maintain that tough face, that that demeanor. You know, I feel like if we could get some moments to peer into her with the nuance versus the requisite stuff that we a know about her and b often feeds the backstory of a character like this, I feel like that would pull it all together. But uh, as it stands right now, I like all the elements that they have, and I believe that they can accentuate them all to the utmost. But yeah, it's like there are three things I like happening here. One of them I think is pretty great. One of them's pretty good, and the other one I'm like, yeah, this is the meat and potatoes that you need to do a badass you know again lone wolf taking it to the man kind of story but uh that's the piece i'm waiting for the the most like reason to connect to beyond all the requisite stuff because of what kind of show you're watching yeah um i feel like there's more to definitely say uh in terms of what may be working or may not be working however this is designed to be a binge experience, so I'm going to reserve. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to intentionally hold back, intentionally hold back some stuff, so that way I'm just not like next episode, like, never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. It'll be easier just to kind of give a full encapsulated review uh, once we're done with the fifth episode. So, all righty, guys, uh, what, do you th- what, do you, what do you think about Maya? Huh? Yeah? There you go. That's a question. I want to name my band Plateau of Thrill. I don't know hey, what to say. Just, <laughs> have you played Red Dead Redemption 2? Put it down. Would you rob a train? Leave it in the comments. <laughs> That's the best vehicle to you rob. rob a train? Uh, subscribe. Leave a like. Thank you to everyone who's about to tell you. See us for the next episode. Cheers, peeps. Lex, it is time for your Patron of the Day shout out. Your first bow, bow, bow. one for 2024. And. Uh, I got to fathom what your New Year's resolution is, and that is to buy more batteries. I can understand that running out of batteries, it's a pain in the ass. Sometimes you're like trying to turn on the TV. You look forever for that remote, and then you're like, okay, here it is. Time to turn on the television, and then bam, you can't turn it on because there's no batteries in there. It is a very frustrating process. Once in a while, you want to take out one of your toys, you know, to pleasure yourself. But then, bam, batteries don't work. So you call up your mom. You're like, Mom, I need batteries for my action figure. Like, what action figure? You still play with action figures, Lex? I never knew you play with action figures. What about dolls? I I just need uh, batteries, Mom. Can you please drop off some batteries? And then she's like, well, send me a photo. Then you send her a photo of it. Then it leads to an awkward conversation. And then you go, damn, I oh. should have followed through on my New Year's resolution ah, of buying batteries. a year's supply of batteries. Yeah. Double A's, triple A's, D's, now nine you, volts. Now you got to have an awkward ass conversation with your mom because you were irresponsible. You didn't stick to your goals. Yeah. 
Make a list next time. L for list, Lex. You can get a pretty good deal on Amazon. Always. Double A, triple A, MCO. They'll they'll drive a a drone to your house. I don't know why you didn't do it, Lex. Not my family problem now. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, good luck with 2024 dealing with this trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.